This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Hello, dear listener. Welcome to Reflections. Today's topic is captioned Hasty Judgments. Hasty Judgments. It was a costly mistake. The trusting parents went for a brief walk, leaving their new baby in the care of their watchful pet dog. They returned to find the baby's crib upside down and empty, his blanket in scattered bloody shreds. The family's pet, a previously tame and loyal pit bull, innocently wagged his tail in welcome, unaware of the bloody evidence on his mouth and paws. Betrayed and outraged, the husband shot the dog dead. Soon after, in one dark corner of the room, he found their baby 
alive, well, and without a scratch. And in another corner lay a dead wolf, his face pointing to the shattered glass window. Caution, never rush to judgment. Do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. This can be found in John 7:24. This is written by Dr. Samuel Corantin Pippin. And for more nuggets, please visit eaglesonline.org and click on Weekly Thoughts Nuggets. I am your presenter, Margaret Abebrese. Thank you. able he is able through prayer the impossibilities of man become the possibilities of god turn with me to matthew chapter 10 verse 27 matthew chapter 10 verse 27 i read what i tell you in the dark speak in the daylight what is whispered in your ear proclaim from the roofs remember god is indeed able Anything that is impossible for you is possible for him. And as he has told you, make sure you tell others. God richly bless you. I am Bell Dollar Bill. Welcome to another edition of Youth Corner. My name is Afreni Amakeke. I'm here with Lord Luke Adwebu, Akto Bonfo Jr. and Samoa Sabre Frempon. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you so much once again for joining me. We will start off from where we left off. In fact, previously we looked at what really is wrong with teenage pregnancy. You all did concur to the fact that God is against it. You quoted some Bible verses to buttress that point. Sexual immorality is one of the sins that as the Bible has described, is within the body that is the temple of sure. God. So very, very abominable. But let's look now at the effects. We'll focus here on the effects on society, effects on the individual or the victim, the, 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 the girl yeah. who gets pregnant and also the church. So mm. let's start with society. How does teenage pregnancy affect society? And does it at all? If it does, what, what are some of the effects? Yes, it affects society so much. Like last year, Ghana Health Service gave or did a statistics. They gave out a statistics of teenage pregnancy. It says 750,000 cases of teenage pregnancy last year. If all these young ladies are going to give birth, as my brother Ato gave example, that some died. Even the world record Mm. indicated that people died. 
amongst these 750,000 people, some would definitely die. We have lost life. Such people, we don't know what God planned for them. Those people may be people who had plans for the nation that they were going to build the nation, and they are gone. Secondly, these children are coming. Before you realize, even the parents who give birth to the children do not have any good background. They don't have any solid ground that they can lay their hands on to take care of the children. So at the long run, we are indirectly preparing vagabonds to the nation. And, you know, worldwide, there are a lot of crimes going on. And when you go down to history, records indicate that most of these things that happen around the world, you go to the history of such people and realize it is either they are coming from a teenage parent or from a society where social vice is just something they play with. So when you look at the parent giving birth at that early stage, Definitely, society, when you take economically, they are not going to help society to grow. I don't mean increase in numbers, but I mean development. The parent doesn't have so much. So she's not even going to pay tax to help the nation develop. But rather, the nation's little tax that we've been able to collect will be used to take care of them, both the parent and the child. And if the parent is not able to take care of the child, and the child also grows, he becomes a street child, gradually develops to something else to hurt the society. So when you look at teenage pregnancy in its totality, you realize that the parent has a problem on the society because she is not well developed for growth in the society. Secondly, the child that is coming is not also fit. Mm, so they both become a burden on a society. Burden on society. Yeah. Mm. All right, you have said a lot of very interesting points talking about the loss of valuable mm. human resources that through the lives that are lost due to underdevelopment of those mothers or those girls who mm. get pregnant and other points. Let me come to up to now. The society How does it affect yeah, society? society, individual and the church. Mm. Let's focus on society. Okay, with the society you realize that we have some pressure being put on our health services. Now, almost all the time, teenage girls who are not fully developed will have to go through the intensive care unit or a caesarean section or something like that. Now, the time that they are supposed to be in school, their parents will now have to spend extra resources taking care of them when people are expecting a baby. There are lots of things that go into it. Mm -hmm. Going to hospitals, their diet and all that. Even after, by God's grace, they give birth, the baby doesn't die. The mother is not working, it's not earning a salary. Now, an added mass has been added to the family, and then the father, mother, becomes the breadwinner, actually, for their child and then their grandson at the same time. You also realize that there's this stigma that comes in, like, all of a sudden, a 15-year-old girl is a mother, and she can no longer play with her other colleagues at school. <coughs> colleagues will also be teasing her. They will just make fun of her because she's pregnant, she's a mother, and now have to behave as such. So it brings a lot of irregularities and bad feelings in the society, health-wise, economically, and also like this normal society feeling of belongingness. Usually they become so stigmatized that they stay indoors, they don't come out, which actually prevents their complete development as individuals. At the end of the day, it can also affect their education, which I know we'll talk about that mostly when we go to the individual effect. Mm. All right, Lord. In society, we have all at Step to the fact that everything is wrong with teenage pregnancy. 
that goes to say that society is the biggest sufferer, even though the individual suffers in a way, but the society suffers much more. When these things happen, you have a federance in a poverty cycle, federance in the poverty cycle. That is if the pregnancy is coming to a place where there's poverty, and mostly it is so. Just yesterday, I was passing by where I work. I was passing by and I saw three teenage girls dancing azunto with their kids. So their <laughs> kids are in front of them, oh. one, 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 like that, and they are dancing. When you give birth to a child, the child does not come with an outright character most of the times, even though they have their temperament and all that. It is socialization, what you put into the child. So as they do so, every Sunday evening, what does the child pick up? So you see this kind of lukewarm attitude in life, laziness, thinking life is all about dancing and all that. So like, society suffers a lot when it comes to teenage pregnancy because poverty is feathered. And then we also have increase in social vices. Some of these kids, when they get pregnant, they have to drop out from school, sell, and do all sorts of things. And then since they are not able to get much, their kids can't go higher. And if God does not grant them the grace, these children grow to become hardened criminals, not only in holding guns, but duping people in so many ways. You see, so society suffers a lot. I've heard it said before, we are looking now at the effect on the individual, but Mm -hmm. just before we go Mm -hmm. into that, I've heard people say that it is good girls that get pregnant, Mm -hmm. bad girls don't. Do you agree with this? I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't agree because, first of all, you have to define who you say a good girl is and who a bad girl is. And then secondly, those boys, they don't care whether you are good or you are bad. That adventure goes for all. All right. Uh, that adventure definitely goes for all. Mm. And this discussion here uh, will continue later on. I've been here with Lord Lugard Webu, Atobonfo Jr. and Samoa Sabre from Paul. My name is Afre Nyama any inquiries or contribution you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address adventist world radio ghana p.o box af 595 adenta greater accra region ghana Humbling your hearts to God, God. chasing the chastening rock. Seek the way, seek the way, pilgrim stride, Christians awake. My Jesus is coming soon, morning or night night or noon. And many will will meet their doom. Trumpets will sound, sound. and all of the dead shall rise. Righteous meet me in the sky. I'm going where no one dies, heavenward bound. 
or troubles will soon be or happy forevermore when we meet on that shore free from all care rising up in the sky telling this world goodbye homeward we then will fly glory to share Jesus is coming soon morning or night or noon and many will meet their trumpets will sound and all of the dead shall rise righteous be in the sky and when no one dies heavenward bow my Jesus is a coming soon morning or night of truth. My name is Pastor Ernest Ahim. I'm here to share with you the word of God from Revelation chapter 1 verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave him to show to his servant what must soon take place. Emphasis here is on the soon. The text says that the event described in Revelation will soon take place. Where did the revelator come up with that? And would any man in his right mind say 2011 years is soon? What could he possibly mean? Some interpreters suggest that we must understand the soon from God's perspective rather than ours. After all, a day with the Lord is like a thousand years. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 8. In that sense, the coming of Jesus has always been soon. To God, the passage of 1,000 years is only a single grain in the infinite sand of time. The answer may be useful but it is not enough for most of us. After all, John did not write the book of Revelation for God's benefit, but rather to show his servant what must soon take place. When the angels came to Peter in prison in Acts chapter 12 verse 7, he said, 
quick, get up. The same Greek word as soon in Revelation chapter 1 verse 1, the angel certainly wasn't suggesting that Peter should snooze from another 2,011 years. What would the first reader of Revelation have made of this comment? Was Jesus or John mistaken here? How are we to make sense of this? For one thing, some declarations seem to be a pattern with God. Even in Old Testament time, we often receive the impression that God's great final act is just around the corner. When we get to the Gospels, the sayings of Jesus doesn't seem to suggest more than a few years or decades either. Scripture through our present time until the end are short. It is as if God knew that something in the human psyche goes wrong every time the future seems to lengthen. We may know in our heads that every moment will be our last, yet we live as though our personal history will continue for decades at the least. Portraying time as short meets a human need. It helps us to focus on the things that matters the most. It enables us to set the right priority for whatever remains of our lives. A student approached a rabbi and asked, When should I get right with God? The rabbi replied, the day before you die. But when I'm going to die, the student retorted. The rabbi replied, No one knows. Therefore, the scripture says, Today, if you hear his voice, harden all your heart. One way or another, things will take place soon. What counts is how we respond to the reality. Brothers, the reading says that soon the Lord will appear. Since we became Christians, we always look forward for the soon coming of our Lord Jesus. But the scripture says His coming will be soon. No matter how long the Lord will surely come. The book begins with the phrase, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Verses 1 goes on to report that the revelation is signified. And in verse 2, it comes the testimony of Jesus, something that John can see. So John speaks of two things, the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. The word of God is likely a reference to John's scriptures. The collection of writings that we know today as the Old Testament. The book of Revelation alludes to the Old Testament hundreds of times, employing words here, a phrase there, a name somewhere else. It recalls the place of the Old Testament, Babylon, Egypt, and Jerusalem, as well as the people of the Old Testament, David. Jezebel and Belam. The Old Testament 
is like a current flowing under the surface of the book, yet affecting everything it touches. The book of Revelation is like a nesting door. You could read the book without reference to the Old Testament and think you have grabbed the whole picture, but when you discover the text beneath the surrounding surface, it begins revealing the deeper truth placed in the book. The book of Revelation is like the final of the Bible. Symphony, drawing all of the Bible's theme together in trailing conclusion. Lord, thank you for the deep things of the world. It keeps me coming back to the Bible again and again. As I continue to study, may I never be satisfied with a surface understanding of your word. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, committing all my listeners into your hands. May you, O God, grant them understanding and give them the understanding of your word. I pray the Lord, even as we're going through this series, be with them and help them to understand your word. For I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region. Ghana. We will expect your feedback. A-W-R, Ghana. Voice of I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>